This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Halflings, before we get into this week's episode, we wanted to flag the recent news about the open game license to say uh, that we are aware of this and we are taking a minute uh, to um, gather ourselves before we comment on this uh, and do anything. So we will be uh, talking about this uh, in upcoming episodes, but we want to talk to people first. We want to actually really get a lay of the land and figure out what's going on. Uh, And um, we have had a little idea of something we would like to do, however. Yes, uh, if you are a creator, a creator that we've had on the show, a creator that we haven't had on the show yet, please send us a video recording of you talking about uh, how the OGL is affecting you and what you are doing about it. Uh, Try and keep it uh, around 90 seconds or less. Uh, We want to get as many folks in there as possible, but we just want to show the community how this move is affecting the actual people who help make this game so special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, please send those videos to secondbreakfast at tbhalflings.com. And we also just want to make sure that you know we're going to be trying to give you as much knowledge and information as uh, possible when it comes to the open gaming license. And we want to avoid hearsay and speculation as much as possible. So we're going to be getting in uh, as much help as possible to so that we all thoroughly understand what's going on and how it affects us and making sure that we all know where we're going with this. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and we'll be back very, very soon to talk about this topic do not worry but uh, for now let's get on with this week's episode my voice is broken so we'll see how this goes hello halflings nope wasn't getting up there it's okay that was pretty, that that was one of, i thought that was one of the higher ones frankly that was one of the higher oh, ones you've okay done. okay yeah, yeah. that's in, higher than average in my head that sounded like that sounded like me going, hello. No, no, it was real high. Uh, and might I say, like Josh, the commitment to the bit. Yeah, you really Thanks. Thanks. Oh my god! This is the wrong dungeon and the wrong dragon. <laughs> Full Prince vibe? Woof. <laughs> this makes them even more black. Cake glitches and bitches. Lands in the cusp of the something real big now that was the last bit that my voice can do however so i will be quiet for the rest of the the twist and shout to your john lennon Uh, (laughs) literally yeah if anybody's not sure Uh, what i'm talking about the beatles record their entire debut album in a single 11 hour session and they recorded the song twist and shout last because they knew it was going to destroy john lennon's voice so he had been (laughs) recording for 10 plus hours after the uh, uh, leading into the recording of twist and shout uh and that's why his voice sounds like it does they tried to do a second yeah they tried to do a second take and he couldn't so apparently he was uh, this is what he said he was spitting up blood into his milk that was what he said. Uh, His throat was shredded uh, from that Ew, day. milk? Yeah. Just kidding. I love milk, but I thought that was funny. <laughs> trying, to, trying, to coat that throat, <laughs> trying to coat that throat. 
Coat that throat, yeah. Coat, coat that throat. So that's what that's what yeah. Jasper is currently throat. doing. His his glass of oat milk. I'm coating that throat. <laughs> I'm coating co- that throat. Mm, yum. Uh, nice my name milk. is Jasper William Cartwright because I didn't even do that bit. Uh, and I am joined today by. Hi, my name is Olivia Kennedy, but you can call me Liv. That's me. Done. And, and my name is Jeremy Cobb, but Mo P calls me Cobble Baby, Cobble Baby, Cobble Baby, Cobble. It is hey, a, ref- it is a Cobble reference. Baby. Yeah, it's a reference to the song Wobble Baby. By okay, B-I-C. okay. I was like, I'm missing something, okay. but I'm like, is it a turkey? Yeah, something here. Yeah. Is it a uh, turkey? <laughs> Mo P was nice enough to send the music video to me so that I could okay. use it as a pronunciation guide. It, uh, alas, I have not, so I might have mispronounced it. Apologies, Mo P. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for the effort we yeah i appreciate it, the thought sure. i respect it yeah absolutely respect the thought mm-hmm. um hi everyone uh, it's a new year happy new year how how was how was your new year's did you did you guys do anything did you see fireworks or did you in the house what did you do tell us Liv, well wait you? oh wait uh, you're not talking to the audience <laughs> never mind uh yeah no <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, Liv, I don't know if you know how this medium works. The no. They can't respond to us right away. Uh-huh. They will okay. uh, in about a week's time when this episode oh, okay, is out. Cool. They'll absolutely tell us what they did for New Year's. But Great. right now, oh, that's cool. they can't say much. Okay, gotcha. No, great yeah, day I'm, zing from Liv. I'm always... <laughs> I'm always learning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I had a great, great New Year and holiday time. Uh, I lit- I literally just laid face down on the floor <laughs> and just you just, nice de- just de- decompressed, <laughs> just completely just just like deflated. Um, oh, no. And it was or no, really you expanded because nice. you, actually... you were compressed. You. Oh, you yeah, you're right. You yeah. right though. Um, I don't know what happened to me, but it was yeah. good. Your whole uh, so... body grew three sizes that day. <laughs> Not my heart. My heart <laughs> remained tiny. Um, <laughs> tiny. <laughs> Minuscule. Um, it's a serious yeah, no, medical I... issue. <laughs> the doctors <laughs> are concerned. Um, <laughs> it's an anomaly. They don't and know the thing is, on. as well, if you think about it, you know, your heart needs to be even bigger. Yeah. If you get bigger, your heart has to like scale accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a whole thing. It can't just even get proportionately bigger. It has to get even bigger than you are. Look, we all know I'm a medical Live. marvel, okay? <laughs> this is true, and we can all accept that. They call, that's um, what they call you, old tiny heart live. That's the that's yeah. your name. <laughs> oh, I was old like, oh my tiny God, so heart. Cute. Uh, <laughs> just got this tiny little It's just a tiny little If they if they hook you up, if they hook you up to a heart monitor, it's even like a cuter sound. It's like It's not inhibited my ability to love, which is Mouse Heart Kennedy. That's me. Little mousey Anyway. <laughs> um i also played a bunch of games i did that that was good um Woo! oh like, nice. what'd you play what'd you play did you play anything good yes well i played a lot of um i know blasphemy but board games specifically mm-hmm. uh not not enough of because uh, everyone was like off for okay. christmas and whatnot too like uh, so we, i wasn't playing my regular D sure. games and this and that and the other um but i played uh decorum which is a really cool board game. It's basically, it's the tagline is like the passive aggressive decorating game. Um, so it, you, it's, it's <laughs> sound, it sounds bad, but it's genuinely really good. You have like a whole set of criteria for the way you have to decorate this house, but you are not allowed to say what you need. So you have to like, somebody will put something down and then you'll be like, I hate that. <laughs> and Incredible. then that is it. <laughs> 
That's great. That's incredible. That sounds like a lot of fun. It's really as fun. English as English people uh, as as English people in this in this I, I can say very clearly that like that yeah. was designed for us yeah no, that was like that I've like a, pass, that a game where you have to pass aggressive yeah I've yeah lived there oh, yeah. and it's been absolutely really... that sounded pretty direct I don't know if somebody puts up <laughs> yeah, something true. and say I hate that that is aggressive aggressive that's very aggressive that is not yeah yeah you'd probably want to go with something like uh, oh. Oh, what an interesting choice you've made. Oh, it's like so that, nice that you like know. that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> yeah. would be oh, passive there we go. aggressive. That's good. There we go. It's so nice. There we go. It's so interesting that this you think that's Simon good. This is Simon Cowell English. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. this is. Um, but yeah, that was a really good game. Uh, also played a bunch of party games that I should. My family were really simple. But like simple to me is different to simple to my parents. So <laughs> right. I was just yeah. like, okay, yeah. this is Cheating Moth. You have to play the cards like a normal card game, but also we're cheating. So you have to like simultaneously like like slip cards like up your shirt. Like you have to just like drop them on the floor without the person seeing. Blah blah blah. It's a really good game. And my mum was like, "What? What am I doing? What?" And I was like, "Oh, mum, mum, please. It's I know that you're putting this on. I know that you know what you're doing. I can see it in your eyes." Uh, <laughs> but she just didn't want to play. I love my Maybe mom. that was part of her cheating tactic. Maybe she was just like, I'll, I'll act a fool. I'll strike yeah. a fool and they won't Maybe. know. I've got all these aces up my sleeve. Literally. <laughs> it was obfuscation you know I mean? through stupidity. Yeah, yeah obfuscating exactly. Yeah. Uh, obfuscating uh, well, I, I, know many, I know many people that have done it, uh, you know, even even in politics. Even yeah. recently, some mm, might say. Yeah. You know, all the time. Even, all even, the time. Even, well, uh, couple, I, 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 I know. God, don't really listen. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who Obviously, I just want to be very I just want to be very clear. Three Black Halflings is a non-political entity. We were not referring to anyone specifically there. We are explicitly political show, sir. I want to. I want to say right now that we were not referring to any blonde-haired idiots. That was not what we were doing. So don't. <laughs> I don't know what don't you're talking about. about it. Don't. You don't, I just don't know what you're talking about. That's exactly. That's the lip. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not glad that he's gone. I'm not. Oh, whoopsie! I don't know what you're talking about. No. Um, no. Whoops. <laughs> uh, what do I do? Drop another one. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh, <laughs> Does he deserve to resign? Uh, I don't know. I felt like a Sam Jackson thing. Come on. Uh, but I don't know. And I hope he burns in hell. Seems like a lot. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's the end of that line. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. But I, <laughs> yes, he would deserve to resign, and I hope his party kicks him out. Maybe that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah. That's more passive aggressive, like uh, the decorating game. He did game, quote kind of. Terminator when he left, so I mean, I don't know. Mm. Anyway, mm. anyway, mm. we're not here to discuss yes. that, Jeremy. Did you get up to anything nice uh, over yeah. the holidays? Yeah, I read all of Berserk. If you don't know what Berserk is, it's a very influential manga series that has been adapted a couple of times into various uh, animes, but the best version of it exists in manga. It's a dark fantasy story. It is extremely edgy, so do not read it if you are faint of heart, because it is extremely edgy. I'm telling you now, it, there are some parts that are stupefyingly dark. Jeremy, what if you're small of heart like me? Then what what happens? You could be you could be fine. Um, it is <laughs> okay, also cool. one of the most influential mm. fantasy works in Japanese history. Uh, like the if you like Dark Souls, the entire Souls mm. series rips it to no end. You can like literally look at the monsters and elements from the games right. that were taken okay. directly from Berserk. Uh, it basically created the big sword guy trope. The main character nice. Guts. Uh, so uh, if you're a big fan of oh, Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy, Cloud, yeah. directly. In 
inspired by the protagonist of Berserk. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot. Its its influence uh, spreads very far. I've heard. I read one person say that it is to it is to the genre of dark fantasy what Blade Runner is to cyberpunk, uh, which is to say, yeah. like the it is the text. Wow. Uh, it is also extremely the good. The thing. Yeah. yeah it yeah, is yeah. extremely good. Uh, when I say it's super dark, I mean okay. like it's Game of Thrones, but if they didn't, it, it have does. Censors. It does worry me a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like Game of. Yeah, I was gonna say it does worry me a little bit when Jeremy Cobb's coming in with that hot. Uh, yeah, like, it was warning, a lot. You know what I mean? I, it was Content a lot. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the whole thing. I can but literally... some parts in particular. Yeah. I was. I in fact, I was watching. I can literally imagine Jeremy now being like look, reading reading it and then just oh, <laughs> like you just yeah. Yeah. a wide eyed like I, I oh watched... my god, like, I see that face in my mind yeah. right now. I'm just like, oh god. I watched the anime adaptation first, and my friend can attest to this. As I was watching the the part that I'm really thinking of, uh, which is easily the darkest part of the story, uh, I said out loud, "This is the edgiest thing I have ever watched." <laughs> <laughs> and it, it remains true. It wow. is all. It is extreme. Okay. Uh, it is also most people would scream. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Jeremy was, yeah, like, and you were like, oh. Except it's actually the here's the thing. Watched. It actually deals with like trauma. Like it actually is about okay. the characters. The, mm. the themes of the characters. The themes of the series are like friendship, growth, struggle in the face of seemingly overwhelming odds, uh, over- growing as a person, like and overcoming your your uh, and struggling with your past traumas and hurts. Uh, like it, it's okay, actually I was gonna say, really that well more like handled. My Little Pony yes. uh, that you were talking about until the trauma <laughs> bit came up and then I was like okay maybe not no. yeah yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean not, yeah not. it is if, if My Little Pony uh, I would love to read a My Little Pony Berserk adaptation uh, but it's probably the, been done yeah I'll probably. be honest with you uh, but yeah anyway yeah. if you are if you are strong of stomach uh, and I highly recommend uh, reading Berserk because it is uh, oh also artistically speaking from an art standpoint i don't know if i've read a comic that has art as good as this western wow. or japanese it is wow, unreal. it is unreal uh some, is especially indeed yeah it doesn't start at that level but when it hits like about the midpoint especially in the back half the level of detail that is put into these panels is uh, also is similarly stupefying it's like how did how did they do this apparently when he switched to doing digital drawings the artist uh part way through he they were like oh this will speed up the the process because he was so incredibly detailed but then he started zooming way in and moving pixel by pixel uh and so <laughs> if that gives you an idea of how detailed this art is uh yeah yeah oh maybe i'll maybe maybe i'll post some berserk art on twitter or something so you can see what i'm talking about but it's it is beautiful uh and also it gets like fantasy like it does not stay that dark the whole time i gotta say Mm -hmm. there's a point at which we crest a hill and it gets a lot lighter uh while still being very emotional and well written Mm -hmm. so i did that i watched some movies uh watched some tv shows started watching um chainsaw man very good series oh my uh uh, my co-worker matt has told me extensively uh about chainsaw man and 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 for christmas uh me and got him like a little little guy like it's a little guy with a chainsaw for a nose oh yeah yeah Yeah. is it is it the is it the main character is it like a little red guy is it like a little little red guy like oh yeah okay yeah Yeah. it's it's like his little demon pet buddy whose name i Mm -hmm. forget but is adorable yeah very cute yeah Yeah. strikingly cute yes (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah i strongly recommend cool. uh chainsaw man chainsaw man as well mm-hmm. very good nice very very good very good okay yeah, yeah. nice very nice jasper, yeah. what how about you jasper um 
in in well and yeah in stark contrast to jeremy i uh have been running around as a cat uh for quite a few days me how um, yeah not 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 dressed up as a cat i've been playing straight look what uh, you do in the, your the... spare time is nothing to do with us uh, <laughs> and we won't judge you yes. but also stray i've literally uh, been watching you were talking stray, about and i'm like it looks really good <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, no, we, we literally were talking about furries, actually, in the last episode that me yeah. and Jeremy recorded. Oh, in actually, um, for one second. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out, I can't remember who they are, uh, but on Twitter, <laughs> yeah. who tagged us and were like, actually, the people that you're thinking of may not even be furries, they may actually be otherkin. Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, I think you may be right. Like, I, I uh, knew what an otherkin yes. was. An otherkin, yes. I believe, is a person who identifies as something other than human, typically mm -hmm. as, I believe, a furry mm. animal. But I think you can also, like, uh, be stuff that is not, that doesn't exist like mythical animals i mean like like you could i think why you would could you be not like want to be those yeah why do i want to like, be just like a regular old like snail yeah, or like, I like a be manticore like a or something yeah 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 cool. uh so Ooh. that yeah, i think that is i'll be a phoenix any day yeah so uh that's i uh, jasper way to come out buddy yeah yeah well, there you go. Uh, that's what it is. Uh, <laughs> Jasper's <Phoenix. laughs> just long pause. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. You know what? I'm <laughs> owning this. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I said it. I said it. Uh, no. So yeah, I've been playing the video game Stray. Uh, it's really freaking adorable. Uh, there are so many cute little things. Like, there's like designated buttons just for being a little shithouse cat yeah. who just pushes stuff off the side. Yes. And like, you're just actively encouraged to jump on stuff and knock things off shelves. Uh, mm -hmm. Cause that's like the way you find stuff is just by being an obnoxious little cat who just runs around like a wrecking ball. Um, <laughs> so that's super fun. Uh, we had a big murder, Las Vegas themed murder mystery party for new Ooh. year's. That's fun. Was pretty epic wow uh, i converted this my office into a bar where i was serving drinks and stuff this was just for family Damn, what, that's what fun. Have you, but, um it was very very fun next time we do one you guys will have to join because they are me and jade throw quite the party it was Ooh. uh yeah it was a lot of fun that was a lot of fun uh and just sort of yeah generally tried to unplug a little bit i feel like i haven't been on like social media for a few weeks which Good. Feels remarkably good for my mental health. Yes. Bad when I say good, I don't mean like so... I'm. I don't mean good like oh, fine, Jack <laughs> yeah, yeah, is you, off. Yeah, you, you media. say some really hot takes on social media. You, you have some really hot takes. I'm glad you're off. Uh, honestly, shaking <laughs> it's me good up. For everyone. The kind of shit that you say. Yeah, no. we, we were gonna have to have a talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you didn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm glad that you're off social media now okay that's good okay yeah. uh but no uh i will be getting back on social media with all of my honestly extremely lukewarm takes uh <laughs> yeah. petrified of saying anything on social media so all of my takes will be tepid at best mm. uh if you want the real takes you gotta listen to the podcast that's this is where i feel comfortable where we spout venting. they get at least lukewarm you know what i mean this here. is where i'll <laughs> Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. They, we, we put them on the stove for they, they kiss the flame. Yeah, yeah. We, heat them up. we get them straight. A off. Solid minute, but, but, but yeah. that's a little bit of a bubble. Yeah, in there. like a minute. Yeah, mm. Ooh, uh, and then we take it off immediately. Whoa, <laughs> yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. And we blow Ooh, on that was a close one. <laughs> we take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then once we pour it, we hand it over to our editing team, who scoops more of it out and <laughs> yeah, adds some exactly. ice. <laughs> just add, just throw some ice cubes in there, and then it comes out. Yeah. And it's fine. Um, oh, speaking of which, down. I want to publicly Ooh. take my hat off to our editing team because we mm. because mm. we record things in advance. We can't always predict when something we say might end up becoming controversial, such as when a certain Yikes. pop star who may remain nameless may out himself as essentially a far right neo Nazi. Uh, 
uh, very publicly, and they were a very popular artist that a, a, a people had liked. Uh, and, pretty iconic. And yeah, pretty iconic. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. Yeah. And we had uh, mentioned them multiple times, not knowing <laughs> what was coming. Yeah. <laughs> many months. Team comes in and is like, hey. That was honestly the funniest message because they were like so nice about it. They were like, hey guys, just I just heard this. Do you want us to take this out? And me and Jeremy were like, yeah, go, God, get yes. There, get was a, get there was another one that I hadn't realized I'd made in another epi- in an episode of Curse of the Spider Queen, one of the later episodes. And I went to the editor and was like, okay, oh? could you cut this part and maybe this part and maybe this mention is okay? And then they were just like, nah. And just cut it. <laughs> no, all of it is like, yeah, it's fine. No, you can lose no, all of it. No. It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> that is like honestly like this is a legitimate point though like it is like pre-recording stuff like when it's not in the moment is d- terrifying like this is scary mm-hmm. enough knowing this is gonna be out next week yeah. yeah you know all the things that might be okay or do you know what I mean like like news moves quickly Boris you know Johnson I mean? saves and... a bus of school children <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's always I mean, working against us he turns out to have been a, a sleeper cell agent for labor this whole time trying yeah, to yeah, sabotage exactly. the conservative party That's from right, inside I was there to bring the Tory down the whole time it's like wow okay oh, oh that's pretty cool damn it right Ugh. okay uh sure basically uh, we'll all be cancelled by next week so enjoy this yeah. well while you can yeah yeah enjoy it while it lasts yeah, that's yeah. the main thing to do mm-hmm. um but yeah so i mean pretty fun welcoming to 2023 and mm-hmm. i'm glad that we've had some downtime i'm very excited to kick off the new year if like halflings is already we're already talking about lots of lots and lots of different stuff which is very very exciting but um i thought one thing that we haven't done in quite some time and i don't think Liv, you've actually ever done one well no, oh. actually no you did do one i oh. think when you were like a guest ah you know I mean? when you were the first time you guested on their thing so mm-hmm. i thought why don't we kick off 2023 with a little tale from the table since we haven't done one Ooh. in a while and i don't think you've done one as a host yet so okay mm. okay, okay, okay. Any, anything it's jump into mind okay so this is one thing that literally happened very recently and left like everyone just kind of scratching their heads like this can't be possible right this is not this is not a, f- a fatal flaw of the system is it i don't know uh-oh um, uh-oh <laughs> but uh yeah no we'll see someone hit the big red button <laughs> the big red button was was pushed uh Dee somebody Dee called Jeremy Crawford. Come in. get him on the line <laughs> yeah get him on the line we broke we him again we might oh like, my god Sorry, can you just imagine for a second? Can you just imagine if Jeremy Crawford like had that as a service? That phone would never stop. Oh it yeah, never just, would. Like literally, never stop. Mm-hmm. Like off, off the. It hook. would be off the hook. It would be wild. Yeah, truly, <laughs> absolutely wild. I can't anyway, wait Jer- for um him to set it up in 2023 this year. Um, but we'll pitch it to him. We'll pitch it yeah, to him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if we get to talk um, to him, we'll, we'll so pitch him uh, basically, way. I'm in a group with some wonderful people. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send him a message. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Jeremy, yeah, what do you think hey, about yo. a big red phone? Just a, a, sli- a slip into his DMs, like, hey, guess what? Yeah, got a million dollar idea for you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, um, yeah, so I'm in a group uh, full of like a uh, bunch of amazing people. Um, my partner Chloe is also in that group. Um, uh, for some fun context, I guess I'm playing a an armor artificer uh, who was 
a little harangon lady with a southern drawl. Um, now they crossed over into the material plane from the Feywild, and now she's transformed into an Eladrin. And she's like, well, I don't know what this body is. Uh -huh. um, so that's that's fun. Um, that's nothing to do with the story. I just, I just really like the character. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's very uh, cute. <laughs> thank yeah. you. Um, and Chloe is playing uh, a little fairy barbarian, barfarian, um, <laughs> uh, called, oh my God, what are they called? Chloe! What's your <laughs> barbarian called? What's Chloe! Your barbarian? Chloe! Marlene, that's it. Chloe! Thank you, love you. <laughs> Wait, Chloe! Marlene! Marlene is what they're called, Marlene. I, for um, a second I thought it was Molly, and I was like, you forgot Molly? Like, I was expecting, like, some, you know, big <laughs> Sephiroth no, or something, you know, no. big complicated name. Is this character Marlene. American? Because I... I know. I associate Marlene as, like, a Southern American name. Oh, yeah, No, it's, um... Marlene? Marley, I mean, I, I you ain't never, I, you don't mean sure. nobody talking like this named Marlene, is what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> it's always Wait, like it... this. It's always like this, Marlene. Like this, yeah. yeah Marlene. Like um, this. Marlene talks like this. I'm a like I'm from uh, London. This is not a London accent. Basically, apples and pears, bop -de bop. I don't know. Um... <laughs> apples and pears, bop -de bop. That's how we get it. That's how we get to the. <laughs> <laughs> people are gonna because I already people already accuse me of being American. They're like, you sound you sound American, Olivia, and now they're gonna be like, you don't know what a British accent is. You can't even do yeah, you can't do a London accent. Apples and pears, bobbity bob. Apples and pears, bobbity bob. Write that down. Sounds like bibbity bobbity boo. It's bibbity bob. Apples and pears and apples and bobbity bob. So yeah, together, that's what have you got? Boppity boppity bop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, look, these are my very serious dramatic skills and I don't like them being ripped apart on this podcast. <laughs> we respect um, your, dra upset. your dramatic abilities. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Anyway, Go listen Marlene. to the, the Spider Queen uh, if you want to hear some of Liv's incredible <laughs> dramatic abilities. <laughs> yes! I swear oh, I'm good man. in it. I'm being sincere. God, like I'm episode 18, Liv crushes it. <laughs> Thank you. New stretch goal it was on fun. the Patreon. Was to do. If Liv get, if we get to a certain thing, no. Liv will play a London-based uh, character for the next actual play series, and just go around, go boppity no. boppity bop. Li Li Liv will play Nancy. <laughs> Liv will play Nancy from Oliver. <laughs> oh. Oliver, 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 Olivia, Olivia. <laughs> I just scream my own name. <laughs> ah, you're called Olivia as well. It's very, very fun for me. That's great. Yeah. Really fun. Anyway, what happened to this game? Uh, it, all, it fits too well. Marlene, Marlene, uh, so we were all gathered around this door and we were trying to get inside. Classic D&D &D situation. Um, and so you had all of the, you know, the BS characters, like you had the the rogue who was just kind of like, I'll lockpick it. And then the DC was too high. And then we were like, oh. And I was like, I have a lockpick set and I'm an artif artificer and I'm really good at stuff and I'm in super intelligent. I'll lockpick it and do whatever. Didn't work, didn't meet the DC. So we were like discussing like, oh, maybe we should try and look for another entrance. Maybe we should do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. And Chloe was just like, I shrink the door with a large reduce. And we were like, what? <laughs> what? What do you mean? And then like the DM idea, was like, though. "Yeah, right." Because we That's were like, "It's 
it's an object. And then it was like, and then we like yeah. looked at like a reference and it was like, a door is, is an object in D&D yeah. and you can reduce and Whoa. we were all like, and then just the DM was like, I, I, guess, I guess, I guess yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe, Chloe's and broke the game. Chloe's Chloe broke, broke the game. The game. Chloe, Whoa. I mean, broke it, the game. It, she broke the door. <laughs> the very broke, broke the yeah. door. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, enlarge, uh, reduce. enlarge or reduce. Uh, <laughs> enlarge, reduce now. What a spell. If you, like, I, suddenly yeah. I'm just yeah. like, whoa, what a spell. This is, I've had what this spell? for so long. The various characters and just not been using it to full potential. Wild. Yeah, yeah. like if you cast, even if you cast enlarge on the door, you don't cast yeah. on the frame. So the door is just going to get too big for the frame and break anyway. Just like something's going to break one way or another. Yeah. That's a great yeah. idea. Way to go, Chloe. It's, Whoa. I know. Chloe Whoa. is, is over Way in the corner giggling go. like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was just, we were just like flabbergasted. And then, and then the door shrank and Marlene kicked out of the way like, I did it. Um, <laughs> and we were like, uh, and then there were a bunch of guards behind the door and they were like, uh, and we were all like, uh, <laughs> and, um, and that's where we broke for Christmas break. So uh, <laughs> everyone just yeah. going, uh, hey. uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. B- big shout out to my, um, my DM Daisy who had to deal with that. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, um, good, good stuff. And I just wondered what, like, I was like, is this correct? What, what? Yeah. What? That's very mm-hmm. cool. I like that a lot. That's extremely cool. Yeah. You can cast in large reduce on all sorts thing. of objects. Normally people yeah, only I'm do it on like people. All the possibilities. But yeah, yeah you could, yeah. So You don't weird. have a weapon? Grab a pen. Enlarge. Enlarge. Boom. That's not just the sound of that first sip of morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. actually. <laughs> Done. So good. It may not write so... properly afterwards, but my goodness. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Mm. Oof, you need a big piece of paper. You need to cast a large yeah. on a piece of paper. Uh, that's, that's my little tail from the table. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Make it fly. Flying carpet. Great. Yeah. It might fall through mm-hmm. it. If it rains, it won't be good, but still. That's so weird yeah. to consider. Like, a, a, if a piece of paper gets big enough and re- retains that thickness, it would mm-hmm. be. It would let you glide on it. I guess so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like especially if you oh. fold it into like a an, a paper airplane form, so you actually have some mm. means of steering it, maybe. Oh, mm. big paper airplane with all your 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 D and D friends on it. I love How that. cool is that? That's such a cool That's idea. Cool. That's adorable. <laughs> like a bunch of D and D characters just riding through the Whee! air in a in a paper airplane with some oh. reins like attached to it. That's so cute. We gotta call That's the Jeremy Crawf- Crawford hotline and see what. See what he thinks. See what's what. See what's what. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we got to propose yeah. the. Mm. We have to call this like the. Uh, what do they call it? Like 
uh, Chloe versus the door uh, can be like the case name for the, you know, <laughs> uh, we take this up to yeah. Chloe uh, V. Door. <laughs> yeah, Chloe, Chloe V. Door. There we go. Chloe V. Door. <laughs> the state. Um, the state versus Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> the state versus state Chloe. Versus, Chloe V. Door. This is Chloe. Chloe V. Crawford. <laughs> yeah, Chloe V. Crawford. Absolutely not, not incredible. Chloe's second name. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Chloe. It's, it's her, Chloe. Her, her full name is Chloe Chloe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cece, Chloe Chloe. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, so, so simple. <laughs> so, so simple. That's it. <laughs> Halflings. Very exciting times are afoot because this episode is brought to you by our friends at D&D in a Castle. They're sponsoring this episode so that we can tell you a little bit about this amazing, incredible event. Yes. Uh, We've all been to Mm -hmm. D&D in a Castle. Yes, we've talked about it a little bit before. uh, We have. have. Should we go over what it is for anyone who who hasn't heard those episodes? You might think yes, that you understand think you can... fully from the title, but, you know, there's still more stuff to it. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of what it sounds like, but it's even more. It is what it says on the tin, but there is more. And actually, to be fair, we've never actually really gone into what the event is. Yeah. It's normally just been us like, oh, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it'll probably it, look, it's be good for people to actually... on like... the tin. There's also jam. There's a steak. Mm, yep. There's a whole pile a of other things. cookie jar? Yes. <laughs> Uh, somehow an incredibly an fresh thing. steak a freshly cooked medium rare steak complete okay. with a side of, of steak sauce that you can eat if you so choose oh Whoa. Just, just okay so we'll have to down. we'll have to decide what is the cookies what's the steak what's the steak sauce okay. uh maybe in some of these uh in some of these things that we're about to say so i mean honestly the 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 steak sauce uh, the steak might be the fact that this is a four-day, all-inclusive yeah. luxury gaming retreat. I mean, that just sounds like what a what, a, what an amazing what thing. thing. Do you know what I mean? It just sounds what a wonderful. Like phrase. if you'd have told if you'd have told me that as like a twelve-year-old, like, hey, do you want to go on a four-day, all-inclusive luxury gaming retreat? I'd be like, you wouldn't have known mind. what some of those words meant. Yeah, exactly. And that would have, that would have only added to my intrigue. I don't know what that is, but I'm in. <laughs> but I'm I think like, when, they, when they said 14th century English castle, the word mm. castle would have like is yeah. like yeah. all of the words up until castle. You would have been like, huh? And then as soon what? as, but it really does take place in an actual yeah. 14th century A English castle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, lovely castle. It is very very cool. Uh, it's, it's a so lovely. Cool. Yeah, it's a lovely site. Uh, it is actually... I feel like I discover new secrets as well. Like, I've yes. been twice now, and I felt like the second time I was like, oh, I didn't realize that was there, or like this little secret room, yeah. or that little bit. Like, no, I literally is, it's like, thought I'd imagined yeah. a whole, like, uh, stairway, because it was like, it was like shut off one day, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> this place is magical, but then somebody like this... opened it, it was a door. There was a door that looked like a wall. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh good. Just, just a full door. Cool. Yeah. Full you, and, and, to be, and to be clear, it is like a hotel situation. It is an actual yeah. castle. Yes. that they've turned into a hotel. So if you've ever toured a castle, been like, wow, this place is empty. It's not like that. It's slap it's a hotel, <laughs> a luxury hotel inside of a castle. Yeah, you don't have to like yes. sleep in the dungeon or anything. That's not going to happen to you unless you want to, yeah. I guess. That's up to you, You though. can play in the but, dungeon. Um, it's kind of up to you. You can play yeah, a three-day custom campaign with the DM of your choice in a dungeon if you want. That's what Jeremy did last time when it's I was true. with you, Jeremy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, cool. Yeah, shout out to my group from round eight of D&D in a Castle. Yeah, we were in what, what? the, I forget the name of the room, but it basically looks like a dungeon and it was oh, a blast. Yeah. yeah. 
It was super cool. It's not the. Is it the Cuthbert? No, it's not the. Cuthbert. No, the Cuthbert. It's I think is upstairs. Upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of the fancy rooms upstairs. Guard room. But, um, guard room. I think you might room? be right. Ooh, I think maybe you're right. That, maybe, the, yeah. maybe the guard room. Yeah. yeah. You guys have no there's idea whole, what we're talking yeah, about. But if you go, of, look, folks, there's a whole <laughs> bunch of different go. rooms that you can go into. Each one has their own personality <laughs> and flavor to it. Uh, and it's one's an INFP, one's an ENFJ. It's it's like great. <laughs> <laughs> Every room is different on the Myers Briggs. They all have different sun and moon signs, different zodiac signs. They are a diverse bunch. You've taken your enneagram test. These rooms have. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, a shout out, well, by the way, speaking to, about I want to shout a, out Jeremy Crawford, who hmm. at oh, yeah. last around eight ran a ran one shots for every single group in the castle and walked us wild. like he actually used the castle itself <laughs> and walked around the grounds using various uh, objects and sites and paintings and so forth. And even parts of the castle's lore as parts of his story. Uh, yeah. And I, I like, know that there. Well? Have been, yes. Oh. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna, there's a well where unfortunately a woman was pushed down and uh killed that's that this sounds very bleak but it's just kind of, it was kind of cool the it's way a castle. That what would it be without a ghost i know yeah yeah, exactly. yeah for sure uh, she's for sure. she's down there apparently and uh and yeah and so she was like whispering and talking to us it was it was a lot it was great yeah <laughs> and live just slowly backing away from like, the yeah. uh, from the well yeah in the <laughs> game we should say in the game she was talking yeah. to us i mean in the game i was playing a tiny little uh Harringon bard who was just like <laughs> so yeah no scared of everything so um but also it was it wasn't an experience to just like be like oh how does this thing work in dnd oh Jeremy Crawford's here. Why don't we just ask him? <laughs> Let's ask Jeremy Crawford. Exactly. Yeah. He even looks That's up so the rules. Because he was like, I've, yeah, done, I've gone course. through so many yeah. iterations of these that I can't remember which one we settled on sometimes. <laughs> which one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can Some imagine. He's workshopped this. it so much. Yeah. He's probably like, wait, where did we get to in the end? Yeah. I can't actually remember. <laughs> but like, Jeremy Crawford isn't the only world-class dungeon master that you're gonna, you're gonna meet. No. no. Sensational retreat. It's, Should we all throw um, out three names? Three to five names? Sure. Jump yeah. out at us? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I'll go first. You got B. Dave Walters, mm -hmm. uh, oh, a man that yeah. we've had on this very show. Uh, you have oh, yeah. Kelly Lynn D'Angelo, uh, who is a very, oh. very cool creator. I would like to shout out Kelly Lynn D'Angelo as well because I actually got a chance to play uh, a fair uh, a couple of times wow. in the last round that I did as an NPC mm. at her table. I played a werewolf, uh, oh. and it was so much fun. Heck uh, yeah. Kelly's an incredible storyteller. I had an absolute blast NPC. Yeah, table, so. you got Mark yeah, Mir, who I'm yes. friends with on Mark Facebook Mir. now. Mark oh Mir, God. Commander Shepard himself. Shepherd. Yes, that honestly was like one of the wildest moments in my life when I was sat there and like they were like, and Mark Mears here, like when we're at the dining table, because I hadn't realized, and it, and it, he just stood up and I was like, I love Mass Effect. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I had never played. I've still never played Mass Effect. Him. Yeah, I'd never no. played Mass Effect, so to. I I Dude, saw him out of the corner of my eye, and I was like, Tan Matthew Mercer. And then, <laughs> and then he spoke to me and I was like, he does have Matthew Mercer vibes, but he's like, dude, this dude has such an array of costumes. Like he was, he was dressed as a gif with like the most impressive face mask I've ever seen. His wife oh was there. God, they yeah. both, she had like a devil costume. He's got mm -hmm. uh, contacts. He's got all these different outfits. Mark Mir is the man. He's such a cool dude. So good. So and cool. His wife, Belinda, I had the pleasure of playing a hag with like the, uh, it was us uh, and Jess and we and we were just like dressed up as hags and we got to go into Mark Mir's game and we just basically lurked around the players and was, um, I was we were just just doing all sorts of fun <laughs> little haggy things I thought it would be fun to um, roll a dice as a hag 
and I rolled it mm. into Mark Mir's, uh like dice box and rolled a natural one. Yeah. And Mark immediately was like, you see a hag really fumble a conversation like she really <laughs> she eats shit. Like it's, it's so bad. And I was like, oh, oh no. It's just, a, it was just a fun time. It's good stuff. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Liv, do you want to throw out 3DMs? I would uh, love to do that. Apart from uh, the two of you, of course. <laughs> oh, excellent, excellent DMs. I will also mention Mark Sherlock Humes. Um, yeah! Who is Lucky an Mark. excellent, excellent pal and a phenomenal dungeon master. Mm-hmm. Like, we had the pleasure of going to see Mark like a few months ago and um, playing in the High Roller studio and um, just one, one actual gem of a human. And mm-hmm. I, if you told me somehow I would get to play at, Mar- at like Mark's table, like, wow, that yeah. would be a, a dream come true. Yeah. It's all the Marks, I, I'll tell you that. Um, all the Marks. Also got... Aoife Wilson, who um, actually works at uh, Repop with with me, uh, is, is, like Eurogamer. I work at Dicebreaker, and we might, we may or may not be doing some fun D and D crossover things. Who could say? Who could say? Um, but uh, Eva is a fantastic content creator and just loves D and D. And we were literally chatting about D and D Castle the other day, and she's excited. I'm excited. I'm very ready for Eva to take on the castle, um, and also. Someone who I got to meet in round eight when I was NPCing is Alquin Gersh, yeah. who is yeah. honestly one of yeah. the most lovely people I've ever met. Yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. so Alquin so awesome. nice. Like Alquin, like uh, I was um, talking to one of the people at our table, and they were saying that the the he and Alquin just had like a chat, just had like a nice sit down and chat, and Alquin was just like you know just super on the level, super down to earth, and I was like, yeah. That sounds super like Alquin. And, but also you have that. And then you have being, pe- the people at Alquin's table are like, we're going to die tonight. Like it's a TPK. <laughs> this yeah. is terrifying. Like yeah. Alquin uh, like will just have his table quaking in fear. They're just like walking down with the like world, uh, like walking around with the world on their shoulders. And you get it. Cause um, mm. that's the kind of table that Alquin uh, gives you. Um, Jasper, yep. what about you? I would love to start by throwing out James and Decasso. Uh, mm. Big fan, met James uh, in the last round that we did. Uh, again, got to play at James's table. An yep. amazing DM and like an incredible, like just world builder, content creator. Uh, like he uh, he was running a game from a uh, book that he'd worked on, and it was just phenomenal. Like it was so good, so well thought out. Like he just knew the whole thing like the back of his hand, and the, the sort of flexibility of which he ran a module was like genuinely so impressive to see because I've never seen a module run that well before. That is so, impressive. Uh, mm. Yeah, it was it's hard really, to run a module. Really <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is really hard. Uh, then I wanted to chat out Travis and Caitlin from Dark Dice. Uh, they do... They honestly would give Jeremy... Neighborly, whatever you, you're going with currently, Cobb. Uh, Jasper does not the... listen to the intros of any shows that I that I run. <laughs> no, I actively block my ears as soon as I start talking. Uh, I actively <laughs> block your block them, my ears. Yeah, exactly. He's um... heard it umpteen times. He has no memory. <laughs> he does not uh, care. But they, like, they would genuinely give you a run for your money. I think Jeremy. Mm. Like, wow. they make some pretty dark scary uh and like grim uh, things it's yeah it's very cool uh it's very 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 cool um and then the last person that i will throw out will probably have to be oh there's so many people on this list that i'm like oh they're so cool yeah um i mean probably oh 
Huh? I'm going to say Jason Carl. I haven't met Jason Carl, but he's he's one of the main guys behind Vampire the Masquerade. No. Yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. He runs. I think. I think he's the storyteller for LA by Night. Oh no way! Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's very cool. Uh, I was actually going to throw out the GM Tim uh, just because uh, just mm-hmm. such a such a lovely human being, uh, just such fun uh, energy, and just so great hanging out with uh, with the GM Tim and all of these people. Honestly, mm-hmm. like they there has not been a single person I've met at the end of the castle that I'm not like I want that I haven't wanted to actively hang out with for three days, for sure. four days. Like it's just so like such a great collection of people. Like um, yeah, and, and I think what's so nice is that you get to like you do get to hang out with other people. It's not just like you come and you're just at your table and you don't get to see anyone else. Like you get to hang out with like all of us and you get to talk to people. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, if you, if there's someone that you like or you think is cool that you can go up and have a conversation with them, the other tables will all mix and tell each other the stories about what happened and stuff. It's really, really awesome. Yeah. You open up. Well, when when I went there, I don't know if this happens every time, but you literally opened up like with people arriving and we were all just there like, Hey gang, how's it going? Just, like having a chat with everyone and just milling around meeting new people yeah. it's just mm-hmm. a lovely lovely time yeah. it really is a lovely lovely time um i would like to say uh, uh, the one thing actually though is just because this is one of the things that i think gets brought up a lot of the time when i hear people talking about dnd the castle or uh it gets brought up is about experience mm-hmm. um because a lot of the time people are like oh but like i've only been into dnd for like a year mm-hmm. or maybe even less and they're like i love it and i'm all in but like i don't know if i'm like ready for dnd the castle um personally and i'll throw this to you guys as well for like a quick thought as well but like personally Personally, I love new players. I think new yeah. players enrich the experience mm-hmm. because you bring an energy that, like, no, like, experienced players, you know, a lot of experienced players will, like, oh, cool, I'll do the optimum thing and this mm-hmm. is what will happen and it'll be great, which is awesome and a fun way to play. But, like, it's not the only way to play. And new players bring such fun, fresh energy to tables. Like, I love having uh, people, like, new people at the table. And these DMs are so, so freaking good. So that, like, they'll easily be able to, like, hold your hand and help you out without it feeling kind of, like, weird or, like, you're getting less of an experience mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, all of them will absolutely roll with it. Um, I don't know how you guys yeah. feel about that, but I just thought it'd be, it's worth mentioning. Yeah, absolutely. I think the other players... It's worth mentioning to the other players as well. There, One of the special things about this event is rarely will you have a table of people who are all so committed because they are all literally Mm. invested in having the best possible time. And so if you are a new player, the other players are like, yo, we all want to have the most fun. I'm going to help you out and and guide you. And if you're figure, if you're confused between what's the D12 and what's the D20, like Mm. I'll be pointing it out to you. And, you know, if you need help knowing what the different spells do or different rules are like, it's, it's a communal thing. Uh, It's, I think one of the key things to highlight about this experience, experience uh, is that really i mean the castle itself fantastic the dms and everything super cool but i think i think what takes it Mm. what really makes it special is you're going there meeting a bunch of people usually for the first time that you do not know and then over the course of four days you forge a relationship you forge an alliance you are a team and by the by the time things end everybody's like oh and there's like a sense of like we'll be connected forever for life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah life. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like the, it feels like a Fellowship that. of the Ring situation. You've just mm. taken the ring to Mordor. You've just watched both halves of Angels <laughs> in America. Everyone in this room is <laughs> yeah. bonded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have yeah, my yeah. dice. Exactly you have it. my. Uh, you have my D twelve. I don't know. They're all dice. You have everyone has <laughs> you have my D twenty, yeah, or is it the D twelve? Oh no, this is my, my dice bag. Oh, sorry. You have my D twenty. 
yeah. <laughs> Ethiopia. Yeah, no, but oh, like man. everyone that, is yeah. literally just like, uh, just to build on what you were saying, um, it, everyone will literally just be by your side. And also, if you've ever like, if you've ever been in a D&D game, and this has happened to be poor, and you're like, I f- feel like I'm putting too much into this. I feel like I'm taking this too seriously. But in, in comparison to everyone else, it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, I'll go up and I'll, you know, hit a guy. It's all good. Um, everyone at the table is going to be as into it as you are. Um, Mm -hmm. which is genuinely a phenomenal environment. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm, yeah and you get to see different gaming styles as well like one table can have a bunch of people from all sorts of different gaming backgrounds all coming together to kind of meet in the middle uh it's it's a really cool experience um and also we haven't talked about the fact that like you actually do get fed and stuff like it's a whole experience (laughs) yes you're you're playing D&D for like eight hours a day but then you also get to eat and there's other uh activities a lot of people love the mini painting experiences uh they'll they've Mm -hmm. had they encounter terrain joe from encounter terrain last time uh i don't know if he's there every time but like one of the cool things we got to do in round eight was joe from encounter terrain literally would scan everyone's faces if you wanted to and put your face on a mini and you could then take the mini home uh there is so dope yes there's a there's a mini of clint mcelroy uh his head (laughs) on top of the most shredded centaur uh, <laughs> I, that's what I've always wanted to see. And yes, I'm glad it's all, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, there's mini painting experiences. There's board games. Uh, I know some in the past they've had uh, they've had like um, raptors. They've brought like birds of prey that you could come and hold. There was axe throwing. It like varies from event to event. They even have like ca- uh, like D and D in a castle sponsored like group events that you can go and get ma- special magic items uh, and like get uh, your character's mm-hmm. fortune told. And they, the DMs get to talk to the, the people playing those roles ahead of time so that it can sometimes work into the campaign. Oh, yeah. We yeah. had some very uh, – I played I played Death Itself Heck yeah. uh, in the last round uh, during one of these. Uh, I had this amazing, like, skull mask on, <gasps> and the players would, like, come up to me, and I'd be in this sort of grim, sort of dark corner, yeah. and everyone would come up, and I'd sort of ask them what they – you know, something maybe they needed or they wanted. Um, and, like, some of the DMs, like you said – like gave me a little like tidbit of information beforehand um and like so one of the players one of the one of them one of the players had died uh like oh, that day not the players, uh, and they the were character. looking for a way to like resurrect yes, yes. The, the, sorry yeah the, <laughs> the, the player character their, their character had died <laughs> they brought the dead uh, body of and- the player to you <laughs> everyone just moved <laughs> yeah. on I was like, okay, resurrected. You it, and it was fine. Serious tables. Yeah. Yeah. Serious like, games. Serious commit. games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we were all around the well. No. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, but and basically, like, you know, we we absolutely wove it into the story. Uh, and, like, you could see the players being like, oh, whoa, this is, like, actually, like, a part of this is going to affect the game. And, yeah. and, you know, and stuff like that. And I think also just seeing, I think what the thing that I, I love so much about, like, those events and stuff as well. Well, is like people and this go the same goes for me in the sense that like when I first jumped to the event like I'm uh, you know, always relatively like outgoing and whatever, but like it's a lot. It's a like it's a lot of yeah. people, that kind of stuff. And then just throughout the the course of these events and these days and stuff, and everyone gets to know each other mm-hmm. and just seeing people like really come out of their shell and just oh, like so love nice. these like role playing moments and things like that. And you and I think Jeremy, you absolutely nailed it when you said that like you form this alliance kind of thing, mm-hmm. and you really genuinely come out of it feeling like you've had some sort of uh, uh, you know once in a lifetime mm-hmm. experience because I think that 
one of the amazing things whilst yeah you can book to come again and again and again like i think each castle experience is so unique and yeah. so different that i think you'd you'd do you know what I mean i literally i think it is a once in a lifetime in the sense that like i don't think any two castle rounds yes. would be the same you know um, what i mean so jasper yeah. i will like absolutely build on that because i mm. i don't know if i've mentioned this i might have you might have heard it in the ads for um uh for better help or something but i have social anxiety um <laughs> and it's something that i um I, I, I it still challenges me even though i'm i'm making a living out of talking it, i never thought that that would happen to me but um but yeah no I, it it still challenges me and when i went to dean dina castle last time i was like so nervous i think i was texting you both just like oh my god what do i do i'm so scared <laughs> are you gonna be there jeremy jeremy um <laughs> so um but over the course of the few days i just i just came out of my shell completely and i'm i'm a i'm mm. a i can attest to that basically and also jasper i what you said i, I don't know if we have like just like the same vibe but i was playing a seer who was sat in a in a like a, a dark area of the castle and just Very had people cool. coming along and just like i got to jump scare people which was great yeah. like i was in like an alcove and so people were just like walking along and there were like candles towards the end of the hallway and then they were like oh we go towards the candles and i was like hello adventurers and they were like oh and <laughs> which was very fun um, and it was so good and also they had just had a conversation with a bunch of devils and those devils were just like um giving them you know asking them to sell their soul and so they came to me afterwards and they were like oh yeah we sold our soul and i was like what you did you did what what do you, you mean <laughs> you do not make deals with devils how you many cards did you take out of the deck of things how many cards <laughs> did you take out um but yeah it was it was a very fun experience but yeah you, you will make friends really here cool. you def- yeah. definitely will yeah and i think as well just to just to bounce even again off of that we're kind of uh <laughs> doing some sort of uh uh side scroller adventure here where we're just like boop, 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 like jumping on each other's points um but i think what's so lovely is because it's very much like you know these are like you know your tribe do you know what i mean in the sense that these are all like very they tend to be very like-minded people in the way that they uh you know just have this passion for this game and this and they and wanting to have this experience this immersive experience that like it genuinely does feel like a really really good safe space like you know all the dms really take things like lines and veils seriously and mm-hmm. uh and things like that and so i think that like you really do feel like held to be like come in and have whatever experience you want you're you're hoping to have kind of thing mm-hmm. um and like so i think that if if you are someone that's like live listening to this and thinking oh i'd, I'd love to but again uh, you know social anxiety and things like that perfectly valid and i think that all i would say is that from my experience obviously lives experience uh you know this is a really conducive environment for uh i think all personality types because it's a you know everyone is just there to have this amazing shared experience playing this game and want to you know and it is a big collaborative you know uh, storytelling event effectively mm-hmm. so like that's what everyone is there to do and i think it's just it, it really uh, uh kind of creates this very supportive and fun uh atmosphere where you feel like you can just kind of let go and and you know uh, leave leave your worries in the in the mortal realm as we travel off to some <laughs> mm-hmm. far off distant place uh within the walls of lumley castle yeah. i think it's it's pretty cool uh, and i wanted Absolutely. to throw out um you mentioned safety tools and they actually give every dm for session zero a full like couple of pages to hand to everyone that is a yeah. long and very extensive checklist of things that you can say mm. i'm okay with this 
this, I'm eh, with this, and definitely not this. And it's a long checklist. And it's basically like, look, if anybody says red, we ain't including it. Uh, if anyone yep. says yep. yellow, ease off it. Real, like, just ease off it. Uh, yeah, green, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and on top of yeah. that, because uh, I know this is a concern for a lot of people, as far as COVID uh, restrictions, mm. they do take precautions. And in fact, it is a masked event unless everyone unanimously, unanimously. says that they are mm. that they would prefer to go unmasked. Uh, if even one yeah. person says we will remain masked, you remain masked uh, at throughout the event. Um, if if it's uh, at separate tables, I think each table individually can decide whether they be they will be masked in their specific room. Uh, yeah. But again, it's a unanimous thing. If even one person and it's anonymous as well, uh, you, you don't have to like sit there while everyone stares at you and you're like, I'm not. I don't want to wear masks. <laughs> Sorry, can we not? Yeah. Yeah, it's everybody close their eyes. You very you silently raise your hand, uh, and if one person says, "I want to remain masked," everybody remain masks. Everybody remains masked in that area. So whether it's one room or the entire when tra when traversing the castle, uh, them's the rules. So they do t absolutely take safety into account. But uh, but yeah, I basically was because I Jeremy reminded me that I hadn't actually spoken at all about the last time I was at D and D Castle, which is kind of wild. Um, and I actually kind of thought I would tie this in with a little bit of uh, advice, uh, if if you will, a little thing that I discovered at D&D &D The Castle, which was really, really cool. So I basically developed a formula for running one-shots, and so far it has been pretty amazing. So uh, n normally at D&D &D The Castle, each like gaming uh, sort of session is like four hours long. And so I was going into them, I was like, okay, how are we going to get like a satisfying narrative arc in four hours uh the way that i got around it was instead of us spending an hour in game kind of like awkwardly in a tavern trying to sort of role play to a point where we kind of knew each other and we were ready to go on an adventure and stuff like this i basically got uh the group together and we did a load of shared backstory uh stuff for the first hour uh where i asked them a series of questions things that they'd like to see uh maybe uh some connections that their characters might have just to come up with some stuff on the spot and then also to uh say something hopefully positive about like another character so we kind of really basically could jump in right at like a like a pivotal moment you know we could jump into a you know battle starting or a you know uh, something you know a big event or something happening and it worked really really well mm -hmm. so just if you're running a one shot i would really recommend because i think that sort of uh prevailing wisdom is to kind of like get everyone together like on their own beforehand to discuss all their um you know what like stuff they have going on which i think for longer campaigns that's like definitely the way to go but like for shorter campaigns i absolutely like well, for one shot or even like a two or three shot something i absolutely loved doing this and we got some really satisfying stuff because the players just gave me a bunch of really cool suggestions which then i could nice. weave mm. into the narrative like uh, this narrative that i had um so like one particular instance, uh, they were like, oh, uh, I uh, basically I'm from the Feywild and I had to run away uh, because my um, like basically uh, like one of my family members, like it might, be, might, might have been a dad, was, a, it was an arch Fey who had gone like a bit crazy. And I was like, oh, I had an arch Fey as the big bad for this whole session. Coincidence. So I was like, boom. 
same person, changed out a few things on the fly. And then when we got to the reveal at the end, everyone was like, what? Like, <laughs> how? You know, and it's really, and it's, it's very fun. I feel like I can't describe it or liken it to like being a very low level magician of just being like, haha, it was here the whole time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's very, yeah. it's a very easy little DM trick to be able to be like, you guys have given me most of the story. My job is basically just weaving it kind of together. But like, I think that when it is woven together like that, you are kind of like, oh, how did you, how did we manage to get here and there? And, mm-hmm. and I think it requires uh, some skill, but not like so much that I would say that like, a beginner DM couldn't do this if they were just looking for, I think for, if anything, this will make your life 10 times easier. So had a great time mm. yeah. uh, doing the one shots of Dean in the castle. We had some absolutely epic sessions. Um, one such session involved a, uh, they fought a lich on a ship made of like body parts of like creatures. Ooh. So the whole, they were in this like lower deck, the whole like floor was made out of skin. And there was oh, blood I... everywhere, and it was nice. absolutely <laughs> Two it, like very Jeremy Cobb, very very <laughs> yeah, maca- like, like, very macabre. Good. <laughs> love that, love that. Uh, yeah, I've trained you well. Uh, I'd say it, it was it was it was very macabre, uh, if you will. Hey. Uh, and uh, thank you. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a. <laughs> <laughs> I got confused as to which rim shot you were talking about. Anyway, Uh, there's only one kind of rim shot. There's another word (laughs) that involves the word rim, which is what you were thinking of. Please don't insert that. No, please don't. Oh no! You you know what, Jasper? You were looking at uh, Jeremy's porn folder. Is what happened. I was. was, It's still up. It's still here. It's like a little mini. Why is it always a whole folder? There's a whole folder that says rim shots. So I don't. You know what I mean? Like that's in there. And it's goats playing the drums. That's all. With their clothing just tapping, but they're just tapping the edge of the drums. Like they're not actually just using that. the actual drum; they're just, just like, hitting the on! edges of the drum. <laughs> they just can't reach it. They can't reach Liz, the actual something drum. Something about that come on, just, just seemed edge. real. I <laughs> 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 think it's real because we're reacting live right now. So yes, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, my voice is gone. One of yeah. you tell me about D and D the Castle. How much fun you had? I don't think we. Can I give it one yet, short Liv? story about yeah, Liv from D and D the Castle? Because Liv, uh, Liv, Liv, the more I hang out with you, the greater you become. Uh, and there, uh, during one of our games at D and D in the Castle, there was a character. Sorry, Liv just turned into a goblin. Can we? Just- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, friend. You're very good. That's how Liv gets into character when she plays a Liv- goblin. She has people Liv's- like compliment. Yeah. Liv's compliment goblin. We'll call it the compliment <laughs> goblin. That's what this episode yeah. is called. Liv's compliment goblin. goblin. <laughs> Liv's compliment uh, goblin. So it's true. Yeah. So um, the, the there was a character who had like his one of the players. His character had like a girlfriend, sort of a will they won't they situation slash best friends soulmates thing. And all of the party was having to hide out in a laundry room. Uh, and <laughs> while they were in there, uh, they had somehow met. I think it was because of the. Items that Paul Foxcroft uh, had given uh, us. Somebody had uh, summoned a zombie 
just a zombie that like serves them. Uh, and so there was there was just a little cobalt zombie in there who yeah. all he would do well was just sort of slobber, just like. <laughs> and in the middle of the night, as they were all sitting there and he was there just slavering away, Liv's character yells out, that better be the cobalt. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> it caught me by surprise so much. Partly because Liv has never played a character who was quite that uh, commanding. Uh, I'd never seen Liv play a character who was that commanding, but also partly because it's just such a great joke. And I, I had not expected Liv to just break one off like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. Look. Fantastic. I love Rocky. Liv, Liv has an elite one-liners in there for Thank sure. <laughs> yeah, I love rocking up as an NPC, saying some weird shit, and then leaving. That's just what I love to do. You know, the, li- the live weekend is, ice- is the tip of the iceberg. There is a there is a veritable <laughs> ocean of live beneath our feet, uh, and it is all incredible. <laughs> that is exactly why we chose live uh, to join us because we were you like, that we need to see what we need to get the scuba gear on yeah. and see What's going what on has there? happened down. Yeah. What is happening down what there? Is that? Like, wow, oh my God. wow, wow, wow! <laughs> what is this? What is that? What, what is this? What? Um, can I mention from that game as well? Um, the uh, the whole group was was wonderful. Uh, once again, um, Jeremy, your DMing knocked it out of the park. I was just like, I was just like, when can I get back to Jeremy's table? Oh my God! Um, <laughs> I went to do like there was um, actually I should probably mention this as well. I know we're running out on time, but still, um, go for it. We, um, myself and Jess and Belinda, who are also playing NPCs um, at D&D in the Castle, we did this one-off little joke thing where we were like... um, pretending to be like a, a coven of witches just like um three fates and we did this as like a one-off joke on like the first night and um then it just slowly like developed from us being like we would like fine bribes please fine bribes to on <laughs> like one of the final nights we it was it became an actual challenge like bribe the fates this is a challenge for D in the castle um and then that led to like a couple of groups coming up to us and being like hello we have made charitable donations to really good causes in the honor of the fates and we were like what no. one of them being jeremy um jeremy's group and mm. yeah and it was like um i i know that one was breast cancer jeremy i think yes. you know uh i can one. give a shout out really quickly because uh, yeah. all of you should check this out uh wava yeah. uh wava spelled w-a-v-a-w I believe Wava Rape Crisis Center. Uh, they they're an absolutely phenomenal cause, and I had just yeah. done a fundraiser with them like a couple of days before, like a day or two prior, maybe. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity. Uh, yeah. I'm doing some more stuff with them down the line. They do, they're a fantastic group and they they do fundraising events where they'll do live streams of D&D games. Uh, the one that I was in, it was uh, DM'd by B. Dave Walters. It was an incredible cast of players. Uh, it was an absolute blast and it's for an amazing cause. And people yeah. actually, I, I think we raised over a thousand more dollars for that fundraiser, which was just yeah. so cool. Oh, yeah, like, uh, and then specifically in this uh, this setting when the the, the, the bribes were being ha- handed out um, for that uh, cause, um, people just started being like, "Hey, can we make that? Uh, can we add five hundred to that? Can we add a hundred to that? Can we do that?" But and then people just kept adding on to the the, the donation, and yeah. me and Belinda and Jess were losing our damn minds, like, ah! um, <laughs> and everyone was like clapping. It was like one of the most heartwarming things I've ever seen in my life, um, genuinely. And yeah, it was just like such a wonderful 
way to kind of wrap up the, our stupid little joke that we made on the first night. Um, that is incredible. Was... We started a joke and raised like a substantial <laughs> amount of money for a good charity. Yeah. It's really, like, unbelievable. Really <laughs> Absolutely unbelievable. It's really nice. And then one more thing that I will say quickly is that, yeah, our, um, Jeremy's group were phenomenal players, like really into their characters and just like really got into the story that Jeremy put out there. And it was wonderful to see. Um, Andy, who is one of the players uh, that uh, was in that game, uh, mm-hmm. wrote poems for everyone's yes. character. He, his character was the one with the with the girlfriend. Yeah. That was his yeah, character. That, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, and just like so made cool. sweet little poems, and then delivered one to my character, and I almost burst into damn tears because it was just like a what? bloody wonderful moment. There was also a proposal so at the table. This was wild. Yeah, it was a wild time. Yeah, it was a, a real yeah. life proposal. Wild. I real saw that. Yeah, I saw that. That was wild. Yes. That was wild. Uh, by the way, I can read. Uh, I can read the poem that he wrote for for your character if you want. Would it Would it be a good to keep that to ourselves for now? Or okay. Would it Would okay. it be? Just in case anything were to come up and that character were to appear in the Three Black Halflings uh, pipeline at some point uh, in the future? Mm, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I'm picking up what you're putting down, Liv. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to put it in my pocket and okay. nod solemnly and mm, sit yes. back with my fingers steepled. Yes. Uh, before we do end, I do want to give a quick plug, though. Uh, a very yes. quick plug. Uh, this plug is for me. I'm plugging myself. Uh, I, starting on February 4th, am going to start running weekly one-shots. They are are going to be through Sword and Scroll. I believe uh, I'm going to be giving more details on these uh, as we get closer to the date, as well as uh, social media announcements and stuff. But it's going to be D&D. It's going to be other games as well. I'm learning how to run more games other than just D&D. There'll be some Paradox Perfect, maybe some some, uh, juveniles on modes of transportation games because i can mm-hmm. run a few of those uh a range of different uh games and uh so go go ahead and sign up if you ever wanted to play just a really fun game with me uh just four hours on a saturday you and some friends go ahead and sign up it's gonna be a blast i've run one one shot so far and it was such a blast we decided to keep doing it uh Aww. so uh yeah i'm gonna be releasing uh, i'm gonna be releasing more information about this but uh saturday Saturdays, uh, most likely Saturday evenings for uh, or Saturday afternoons or evenings. I'm not sure yet, hmm. uh, but uh, starting February 4th, stay tuned for that. Woo! And I'll be talking about yeah. it in future episodes of Three Black Halflings. Yeah. And is that Saturday evening uh, UK or US time? Uh, it's going to be either Saturday evenings UK time and Saturday afternoons US times or Saturday evenings US times and then if you're really wild, Saturday middle mornings. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, early yeah, yeah. Saturday mornings UK yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, stay uh, In saying that, I, I, I would love to do just like a similar shout out. I had an amazing group. Uh, I ran a, a session uh, for, for three guys um and we ended up going we started uh at like one in the morning i think we went till six maybe even seven uh if i remember correctly because we just had such an epic time nice. uh that was absolutely wild it involved them getting catapulted several nearly a thousand years into the future Ooh. towards the end so a real real genuine blast we had some yeah it was a it was such a such a such a fun uh, little session uh sweet Liv, is there anything that you would like to plug whilst we are doing these these little plugs here because i have one last thing i want to say and then we'll wrap this episode up 
Sure thing. I'm going to say super quickly. Um, I mean, look, if you wanted to, you should check out D&D in the castle because uh, Jeremy and Jasper are going to be there and I might be there. We'll see. So um, you should sign up because it's a genuinely a blast. Um, and also, you, we are filming some more Storybreakers from Dicebreaker, which is our D&D series that we do on Dicebreaker. Um, mm. And it's, it's gonna, the next episode's coming out. We've got six episodes out um, at the moment. And it's really damn good it's just like hot fuzz meets D, and we had like we genuinely like accidentally recreated one of the scenes for hot fuzz because we're <laughs> like like wheels was playing a character that was just like oh <laughs> and people were like what what <laughs> and it was it was really good and there's mystery there's intrigue my i'm playing a rogue slash blah 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 redacted um and there's some really cool uh, stuff going on and it's a mystery and yes. yeah, things are happening so yeah you should check that out youtube.com forward slash dicebreaker thank you thanks love it uh live work and we'll find you on the internet as well whilst we're yeah you can find me at 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 does dark magic on twitter if you're still using twitter if not yeah yeah, i don't know i don't know how that's going (laughs) i'm still there (laughs) i don't know yeah exactly this is coming out in like a few days time that's like an eternity in twitter nowadays so who knows (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh jeremy cobb where can people find you on the internet uh, you can find me on also on Twitter at Jeremy Cobb one. That's Cobb with two B's and the number one. I'm also on Hive, hedging my bets there. Uh, same mm-hmm. same handle, Jeremy Cobb one. Cobb with two B's number one. I'm also on Instagram. I you know what? One of my resolutions is at some point I will post something on my Instagram. Oh, <gasps> uh, it's coming! More it's and nice. more people keep following me, and every time it fills me with mm-hmm. such joy. Uh, so I'm I, I'm trying to see I, how many followers do I have currently. I'm just gonna see if I can because I, I I was hoping to break 100 without ever like, having posted something but i think no I might pressure have. but like it needs to be something good now because the build-up yeah. has been so i know it's uh, gonna be fantastic it's gonna, it's gonna be, be yeah gonna be such a good post like, uh, i actually so. have i think i have a pretty cool post line yeah i have 106 followers all right Wait. uh that's my that's hey. i've gotten to 106 followers with never actually saying the name of my instagram yeah. or <laughs> posting anything uh i'm going Not to bad. then that is my resolution i'm going to post something and it's gonna be sick hey heck yeah it's gonna be sick you heard it here first yeah. Uh, speaking of something that is extremely sick, uh, I am, uh, by this point, you'll probably already know, but if you haven't clocked it or if you haven't seen it, uh, then uh, I think the last Friday, the Friday before, if you're listening to this on the Monday, uh, I will have released my first episode as a uh, reoccurring sort of host slash permanent, semi-permanent guest on Games and Feelings with Eric Silver. Yeah. Uh, so Heck go yeah. Uh, over and check those out. I've recorded we've recorded like three episodes already uh and we're gonna i'm gonna be doing i think one or two episodes a month uh with nice. uh over on the game uh, feelings so uh please go check it out uh some lovely people over at multitude studios and uh it's a really lovely show which jeremy's been on twice yeah i, I was on it i was on yeah, one of the first on episodes well? and uh, yeah and nice. we did a live show and it was an absolute blast the uh-huh. my co-host I, uh, amanda discovered that she could do squirtle noises mm. amazing uh, and uh, we wrangling live for that 100%. Uh, but uh, that concludes uh, this week's episode of Three Black Halflings. I hope that you all had a fantastic new year and are looking forward to what 2023 will bring. Hopefully, it's less of a dumpster fire than the last few years have been. Uh, it, that's on sort of grand, bigger terms. Hopefully, for you, the last few years have been nice. Uh, and uh, we will catch you 
Oh, no, wait, what am I doing? Hold on, sorry. We've got what? Patreon, patreon.com forward slash TB Halflings. Ah! Uh, you can follow the show at three, that's the number three, Black Halflings, uh, on all of the social media platforms. If you don't like Instagram, uh, if you don't like uh, Twitter or you, whatever, you can follow us on Instagram. Uh, and uh, don't forget to check out our merch. We still have just, I think, like two I think of the trading, like sets of trading cards left available, uh, and then oh. they will be all gone. Rappers. I don't know if forever, Ugh. but oh. like possibly, who knows? Uh, so don't risk oh. it. Uh, go on to DFTBA, uh, search for the Black Halflings. You better find a uh, limited edition Outlaws and Obelisk trading cards. I'm so so excited for those. So uh, that probably wraps uh. up everything. We will see you next week. So long, Shia folk. So long, Shirefolk. So long, Shirefolk. That was a HeadGum Podcast.